GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. The opposition has called on the Minister for Financial Services, Albert Isola, to give a statement in Parliament to say what practical and urgent steps are being taken to satisfy the global money laundering and terrorist financing watchdog that Gibraltar should be taken off the grey list. My colleague Roz Astengo joined me in the studio to discuss this. And several Hollywood stars are lined up to work on a feature film set to be filmed in Gibraltar next month. It's about a treasure hunt gone wrong. And we found out more from producer, writer and filmmaker Martin Nusser and cinematographer and editor Shania Torres. But first, after strong performances by the men's national team, football fans in Gibraltar are keen to see how the women's national team against Panama and after some controversy in recent months about whether or not the women's team is treated equally the GFA's Scott Wiseman is keen to draw a line under it and let the football on the pitch do the talking as we heard from our sports reporter Jose Marie Ruiz. Good afternoon Jonathan. How are you? Good thank you how are you? Yeah great you looking forward to the match? Yeah looking forward to the match I think uh, the team would be looking forward to the match because it's the, the first time they play this year in general and uh, of course, after the controversy that surrounded women's football over the last month or so, um, they'll be excited to be on the pitch and kind of do the talking on the pitch where, where most people say it should be done, really. Exactly, yeah. Let's let's get this um, dealt with first before we talk about uh, the, the match and the players. Um, so in recent months, there were some accusations that uh, the Gibraltar Football Association wasn't giving uh, an equal... Um, footing to uh, the the women's team, uh, it, it sort of all seemed to come to a head uh, around the decision being made public that the women's side wouldn't take part in the UEFA Nations League. That's correct. Uh, which they haven't done in the past, but I think some football fans were hoping yeah. they would this time. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to, uh, and um, uh, and um, and that made it a bit of a talking point. What, what's your reading of the of where we are with that? Well, um, I think. Um it's important to highlight first that Scott Wiseman has taken on, that was before they had a women's managing officer developing women's football. Mm-hmm. Scott Wiseman has now retired and taken that job role and I think it's important and he mentioned in an interview earlier this morning with Robin that it's important to draw a line under what's been said and what's been covered. He's heard the women's team, all the all the points they've put across and he's uh, he says that they're all on board with his strategy and how they're going to approach the game. So let's hear from um, that. No, I've, I've told them. I've told them they don't have anything to prove. Um, this is a game we've taken on. It was a short notice game. They have nothing to prove apart from to go and enjoy their football again. It got to a point where I don't think they was enjoying the situation, the environment, and things the way it was. So now we we are where we are. And we just want to get them enjoying their football again. Every game is exactly the same. No game is bigger than another. I think trying to build anything up too much or too little can have a positive and negative effects. So keep everything on an even keel. So no game is the players are still 11 on the pitch the grass is still green the ball is still round and treat it as every other game um, uh, not to make it too big for, for no reason Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott Today the opposition has called on the Minister for Financial Services Albert Isola to give a statement in Parliament to say what practical and urgent steps are being taken to satisfy the global money laundering and terrorist financing watchdog the Financial Action Task Force is its name, uh, to convince them that Gibraltar should be taken off their grey list. Uh, They're hoping to do so in October. Will it happen? Will it not? What can we say, Roz? It's a a big talking point for the industry. 
Yes. Um, well, just to give a little bit of context as to what this is actually about, the Financial Action Task Force is a, a global money laundering and terrorist financing watchdog and it sets the international standards to prevent these illegal activities. Over 200 jurisdictions are under its uh, under its watch and they have two lists they have the blacklist where they identify countries with serious deficiencies in their aml strategies and they have the gray list which is what Gibraltar's on where they uh pick out um where they identify areas that need to be worked on uh, put it that way so Gibraltar was placed on the gray list uh, after a moneyval report was done and um, there were 78 recommendations which Gibraltar complied with all except Two, and they were pursuing regulatory sanctions and final confiscation judgments. So a year ago, the Minister for Financial Services, Albert Isla, said he was confident that Gibraltar would be removed from the grey list within 12 months. Now, there are three plenaries held a year, February June and October. So we already learnt in February that we weren't going to come off. So this one was quite a crucial one for us because it was within that 12-month fr- time frame. I absolutely believe him in in the conversation that he says have been had with correspondent banks, but I've also had conversations with one local business in particular who said that their correspondent bank had said that, you know, that they basically need to uh, either have increased monitoring or suspension. Um, And because of that, they are actually moving out of the jurisdiction. They're moving their businesses out of the jurisdiction. Yeah. So uh, it is having an impact. I don't know how much of an impact, but you heard the minister there say he's 100% confident that we will meet that final um, that final recommendation. And there is another plenary in October, so who knows? He, so might... he didn't say 100% confident in October, no? He no, just no, said no. that we'll get there. Exactly, exactly. So there is another one in October is what I'm saying, so possibly then, um, but we don't know. Now, the opposition take a different... Well, a slightly different view, don't they? They they think that uh, the government needs to explain what exactly um, uh, they're doing to remove Gibraltar from the grey list. This is what the Shadow Minister for Financial Services and Gaming, Roy Clinton, has told GBC. The Minister for Financial Services, um, the Honourable Albert Eastler, continues to express optimism that Gibraltar be achieved delisting. But he must now accept that there is a growing frustration at the failure to deliver on that optimism. Indeed, in, in June 2022, the government had stated it would show compliance within, I quote, the timescale given, and that time has now elapsed. The minister will be aware that our financial services industry is suffering at the ignominy of being listed between Congo and Haiti as a high-risk jurisdiction. The Cayman Islands have a similar point address, and FATF have now accepted they have met their action plan. Is there anything we can learn from the success of the Cayman Islands approach? Given that FATF state that, and I quote, all deadlines have expired, uh, we have invited the minister to make a statement in Parliament as to what practical and urgent steps are being taken to satisfy FATF that Gibraltar should be delisted at the next meeting in October 2023. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Several famous Hollywood stars are said to be lined up to work on a feature film uh, that's going to be worked on here in Gibraltar next month. It's about a treasure hunt that goes wrong and we're here to find out more from writer, producer and filmmaker Martin Nusa. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, Jonathan. And good afternoon also to cinematographer and editor 
Shania Torres. Morning. How are you? Good, good. Good to have you both here in the Radio Gibraltar studios. What an exciting project. How are you guys feeling about it? Uh, feeling very well, very positive, and uh, with the feedback's been uh, it's been excellent. How do you how do you even start? I mean, I suppose it's the writing. No, like you need a story to tell. That's that's where the the project begins, Martin. Yes, that's correct. Uh, actually, I thought about this story about four years ago, and um, it's actually based partially on a true story, uh, the backstory anyway of the film. And then uh, this year, I decided to finally do it in Gibraltar. Uh, four years later, I uh, wrote the script in February and then we've been at it since since then, non-stop, getting it ready. Excellent. Um, and uh, it, it takes a long time, no? I suppose, to get a, a film script up to scratch with all of the detail that you'd expect a film script to have. Yes, uh, there's been seven drafts of the script made and I've also wanted to keep it local in Gibraltar, hence local actors, local crew and local environment too. Excellent. And and Gibraltar, for, for a cinematographer, Shania, Gibraltar has some beautiful backdrops no? and, and varied oh, as well. For a small place, mm-hmm. we've got a lot of different backdrops mm-hmm. to film against, no? Yeah, that's, that's so exciting about this film is that there's just so many different shots I get to work with and locations and just different. Just It's just so different compared to what we're usually used to and filming like, oh, just in a studio or whatever. Being able to work out and about in the tunnels and other locations that we have. It's an amazing opportunity. <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy, really, for such a small place. When you stop and think about it, how varied the uh, the sort of backdrop can be. No, for yeah. anything from beaches to tunnels and everything in between. Um, so a lot of local talent involved in this one, then Martin, but but also some Hollywood stars. Yes, um, yes, I work with uh, a number of them uh, in other features when we did inter- um, abroad, and I've been in contact with the, with them. And I actually wrote the script uh, focusing on three of them. And immediately after the script was done, I I sent it to them. And they were, you know, happy to play those roles. They loved it. They loved the story. They have never been to Gibraltar before, neither of them. So this will be a first for everyone. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2 getting behind the headlines and you can catch up here whenever you like until next time have a good one gbc podcasts local voices on demand